Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another pop culture episode of Beyond the Blinds. It's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McGeady. And before we start this episode, we have some housekeeping things, but we want to send our love to fellow podcaster Ryan Bailey. He's friend- We're friends with him. Troy and I have both known him for many years, and he just lost his mom. So if everyone could send Ryan good vibes, that'd be great. Very, very sad. Ryan's mom is, like, such a big part of his, like presence on the internet too like she's always on his show and like she like you know it's just really sad and we're just sending love to ryan for sure and we wanted to remind you we do have shows in november we finally have two live shows new york and boston if we sell them out we promise you next year we'll have many more shows this is really honestly because a lot of people have been like well why aren't you coming here why are you like why are you going to places that you've already been and this is really just to like get our feet wet because we haven't done this in a a long time it's been a while now and you know it's just like a little it's an easy step back into it but there will be way more cities and we promise we've been working on our end as hard as we can to get us back at shows because we miss you guys for sure and to go to the places that you guys request a lot like we have heard you we promise so after our jeremy piven episode we got so many jeremy piven stories (laughs) and many of them sounded like this i asked our listener if i could say her um basically blind item or story about uh jeremy piven it's anonymous of course um so at the time she hadn't listened yet but her best friend met him on raya and the next night he invited them to his stand-up show on the Upper West Side when he was just starting out in comedy. They were 24 and he was 55. After his first set, parentheses, he's not funny, he had us whisked up to the private room and locked us in with him alone, smoking cigars in our face. He was so fucking creepy, handsy, arrogant, and so on. We legitimately were terrified of being alone with him. And when he went down for the second set, we had the owner of the club help sneak us out and get a cab. The owner was so apologetic and was messaging us later to make sure we were okay because Piven is such a gross creep. Wow. So it's all true. 
And the other stories were pretty similar. I know even Annabelle DeSisto, who is on Adder- who hosts Adderall and Compliments, she has a Jeremy Piven story almost the exact same. Yeah, and it's interesting. All of his blinds were like pretty much the same too. Like they were completely consistent literally the entire way through the whole episode. Like is exactly as she just described. I know not a lot of people gave the Jeremy Piven episode a chance. We can see the numbers. Go back and listen. It's a really good episode. It's just like a good Beyond the Blinds episode. Yeah. About somebody that's like everybody hates. So it's just easy to, you know, it's just easy to be like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Like it's one of those. We also got a kindness blind about somebody that we love on this show. Our our true kindness episode, Miss Kelly Clarkson. And we love to confirm that Kelly is just the best celebrity that exists. It says, I wanted to share a kindness blind about Kelly Clarkson. In 2004, during her breakaway tour, my dad used his connections to surprise me, seven, my mom, my sister, 11, with meet and greet passes before the show. When we were waiting for her to arrive, my mom started to slide into an extreme mental breakdown. At the time, her mental, mental health was rough and she was abusing substances. My dad quickly escorted her out the back door to an ambulance, and my sister and I were escorted by security guards to our car to link up with our dad after my mom was on the ambulance. Beyond caring for my mother, my sister and I were sad about missing Kelly. When Kelly was informed that we will not be meeting with her, she went out of her way to make custom autographs with our names and all, and had someone track down my dad to give him the autographs. My sister and I did not receive them until the next day, and we felt so special that Kelly and whoever she had assist made sure that we got those autographs. That's really nice. Oh my God. That person also sent in a kindness blind about Sir Mix-a-Lot. As you would expect. (laughs) For sure. My dad worked with Sir Mix-a-Lot at one point during the early 2000s. I was around the age of five. Before Sir Mix-a-Lot shows, he agreed to meet my family and friends. We brought a group of about 10 kids ages 5 to 16, and he was incredibly fun to hang out with. He knew exactly how to entertain and talk to kids. He was so kind and even let me sit on his lap at some point in a most non-creepy way. (laughs) When I met him, my friend and I were wearing pajamas because we were going to a sleepover birthday party after. He told us to be careful with candy at sleepovers because one time he went to one and he was my size and he left And he was this big and he patted his stomach and laughed. One of my most treasured memories from my childhood. That's really funny. (laughs) I love that. I love that it's Sir Mix-a-Lot. It could not be more (laughs) random. I'm obsessed. So yeah, guys, if you have like fun blinds or not fun blinds that you want us to read anonymously during these episodes, these are for all three of us, or I should say three, like me, you, and the audience. (laughs) You're for everyone who's listening. (laughs) Yeah, and they're perfect for these, for the pop culture moments. It's just like a great little thing. Now, before you get into the big brother of it all, Troy, um, I've been watching The Challenge, and I think my issue with The Challenge on CBS, and you'll get this because you love The Challenge. Yeah. I wish they picked different vets to come in and, like, shake up the show. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm over Tori. I'm Mm -hmm. over Bananas and Wes at this point. Like, they just need a little break. I really wish it was like C.T., Darrell. I'm fine with John A. being there. Mm -hmm. Like Tina, I don't know if Tina would be good for CBS, but like she would be good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just like, I think my issue is they didn't pick the right vets. 
honestly, and I'm just so sick of Johnny being the like. It's just at this point, it's so beat to death having him show up every year with this slow motion fucking you know rock and roll music like he's some beware sign i'm just like bored of him being the the villain that shows up for the vets i agree i'm just you know Corey. how's Corey gonna like wear the challenge on his shoulders you know what i mean yeah like it's just not it's not giving i i, I they're really not like of the cast of three thousand people that have appeared on that show like <laughs> Is the Pickens really that slim? I don't get it. I don't know, but I know All-Stars 3 cast. Guys, I don't think this has been leaked anywhere other than Twitter, so this is a spoiler. But All-Stars 3 cast, which is going to be on Paramount, the girl challengers alone, they're bringing back Cara Maria, Laurel, Cam, fucking Nicole Z. Oh, God. Like, this cast is um the cast is so stacked for guys not so much like it's like Leroy and Tony okay but the girls I'm so excited they do love them some Tony they love them some Tony Tony's so hot I mean but don't we all I know (laughs) don't we all um the other thing I watched it's called BS High it's on HBO Max and this man created a fake high school and played high school football games with this team that he just like created. And the whole documentary is so crazy because they have the players, right? Talking about like, yeah, this guy like wrote fake checks. Like he did all these crazy things. And we were told we were going to get out of the like that we lived in. They lived in, you know, low poverty. Right. And um, yeah, so this guy would just like pick them out. And be like, no, we got this, we got this. It wasn't even an accredited school or anything. But he somehow finessed his way to end up playing a high school team on ESPN. What? Everyone, even if you don't like sports, just the way that this guy will not admit to doing anything wrong. Like, there's one part, and this is like graphic, what I'm about to say, but he caught someone breaking into his car. And he threw the guy out of the car and the team's around him, right? Like his team's there. So he, instead of just like calling the police or just like punching him once or like something, just letting him go, he took his belt off and started whipping the guy in front of his team. It's, it's insane. Everyone should watch it. Was the point of him doing all this just to like get money? Like it it was very much like an ego thing. Like, look how much I can do. Like, but he also started taking out PPE loans from players because he had the players' social security numbers. My God. It's, and he's smiling the whole time. He's like, yeah, I might, I may have wrote like one bad check, but I wasn't doing anything criminal. And he gave all these boys like a promise to get out of wherever they were. That's very like Lou Perlman does sports. Literally that. <laughs> so I give a Lou. If Lou decided to do sports instead of uh, pop, that would have been him. That's it's in, it's insane. And just the lack of accountability. Maybe I'll watch a sports documentary. I think you'd like this one. Sounds like I'd like it. <laughs> um, Speaking of television, I do have to give my weekly Big Brother update. <laughs> the Big Brother house is so flipped upside down at this moment. So if you guys 
do or don't know, one of the big twists of Big Brother this year is that Suri, who is from Survivor, is on this show with her son. Her son is in the house with her. And <clears throat> Suri, and his name is Jared. And for the most part, they've done a pretty good job of keeping their secret a secret. Like, Suri hasn't told anybody. The only person who knows is Izzy, who is um, the... She's like this kind of weird lesbian who attached herself to Sari the minute they got into the house. And now like the big joke is that is that Izzy and Jared are Sari's children. Like everybody is is turning into some extended family member of Sari where they just do everything for her because she's the mastermind. And all these people are playing around her pretty much. Like she is the queen of the house. And over the past couple weeks, Sari's son, and you know, I feel bad, I feel a little bit bad for her because I know that she's not a big brother person. And I know that she has a lot of experience on TV. She's been on Survivor, she's been on so many different shows, and she's she's iconic. But like Big Brother is different. The fans are different, and you're being watched 24-7. So it's you can have your life spiral out of control and not know it's happening in real time based on things you are doing currently not seven months ago you know Mm -hmm. and her son Jared has just randomly decided that he wanted a showmance and he's been hooking up with this girl in the house named Blue who is like a complete non-factor she may as well be wallpaper (laughs) and it has exposed Jared as this like not great guy like he's a douchebag he's very chauvinistic um one of the the biggest house fights so far was like they got into this conversation about body count and jared was like he made some comment about how like he thinks that women with a high body count are disgusting and like beneath men and he was like i can have a high body count because i'm a man but if i know that the woman i'm hooking up with has a high body count I'm only gonna have sex with her and I'll never talk to her again and I don't care how nice she is or how great the first date is or whatever if I meet her and I find out that her body count is high I will fuck her and then never respect her ever that's what he said on tv and the and everybody involved was just like what are you talking about like you can't just say that and it escalated and blew up Everybody was mad at him and it changed like the whole world's perception of Jared. So now the whole country hates Jared. Sari doesn't even know this is happening. And now it's gotten so far that he is officially the first big brother person this year to have sex in the house. He fucked Blue on the communal couch and he came on it. He ejaculated on their communal furniture and on the live feeds, they you could see him cleaning his cum off of the couch. Like, you're an animal for that. Like, people, the whole house sits there. What the fuck? It's, like, so gross. Did they tell the house what happened? No, they, they didn't say anything, but they, you can tell that the producers kind of troll them. Like, they'll do little things to, like, call them out, like, when they're under blankets and stuff. Because they're always, now they're always fucking everywhere, apparently. And like condoms are just like all over the house now because Jared and, and Blue are having sex in the house. It's like crazy. Um, so yeah, and right now 
he this is the the insanity that has been the last couple of days so jared now that he's in this showman's he's been hinting to this girl that he is a family member in the house for whatever reason and this girl is a complete fucking idiot like she has no idea what's going on and he go and he the other day he said something like well he was like i'm gonna tell you my secret now he goes my mother is in the house this dingbat bitch assumes it's the other black woman in the house. So she thinks, and this is why this is so funny. The other black woman, Felicia, who you know I love, the mm-hmm. older lady, she's working with Sari, but she doesn't know that Jared is Sari's son. So now Blue, this girl, is like up Felicia's ass because she thinks he's her future mother-in-law. Oh my God. This woman doesn't even know that Jared is Sari's son. So she's been walking around and being like, why won't Blue leave me the fuck alone? Why won't she go away? And Sari's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. She thinks that he's Jared's mom. And she's been doing really weird shit, like cooking with her and like hanging out with her. And she never talks to her. And and it's like so funny because none of them know what's going on like none of them have actually put it together correctly yet and also Sari doesn't know that Jared told her the secret Mm. so this this looming secret is going to blow this fucking house up and it's gonna come out any second but this is the most manic high energy group of people that I've ever watched on this show they never stop when they have a target they flip the house at least three times before they go home it is exhausting but nonetheless very fun so i was gonna ask do you like it that it's like a little different than usual as someone who's like watched it for so long did it need to be shaken up a little i really really like it i really really like this season i've seen people being like well this person's annoying or this person does too much or they're too manic they don't understand the beauty of the live feeds. That's the point. When you have a manic person in the house on the live feeds, they create constant chaos. And it's like slow burn chaos that lasts all day. So it's like, it's really, really, really wild to watch. Like to watch it all play out. But yeah, so maybe by the time we record next week, the secret will be out that Ceri's son is Jared. It's wild. And then another person in the house thinks that that Felicia is Denzel Washington's sister. And he's convinced of it. Oh. And he's playing the game thinking that she's this wealthy woman, that she's Denzel Washington's sister, and she's not. So he'll be <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to let her win that game. Not with her being Denzel Washington's sister and all. And she's not. <laughs> I love that Felicia's just like, just roaming the house and everyone thinks she's all these different things. She has no idea. But yes, that's the Big Brother update for now. Um, again, if you don't watch those live feeds and you have nothing to do, please, please do. Um, I do have to give a Janelle Evans update. Yes, I just got the TMZ alert. Um, her son, Jace ran away again, and this time he was found at a gas station. Listen, the second Jace went to Janelle's, I was like, what is going on? 
Yeah. I am really worried about Jace. I mean, I think watching him since he was a young kid, there are definitely things that you saw and you were kind of like, oh my God. And you don't know if it's nature versus nurture with Jace, right. in my opinion. Like, I can't even imagine. But like, I am so worried for Jace. Why did Jace end up, like, why did he go to Janelle? Like, what? how did that happen? Barbara said she was finally, like, giving him back to Janelle, but all the Teen Mom fans, I would love to have Liz on I, from Feathers, you know, Liz. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have Liz on to talk. Um, but a lot of people assumed it's because he became, like, too much for Barbara to handle. Well, isn't she, like, in her 70s now? At least. I mean... It's been a tough road for Barbara. Like, she must be tired. For sure. And just so everyone remembers who David Eason and Janelle are, David posted the N-word. And this was his response when he was attacked for it, okay? <laughs> You're not ready. You're facing now. Here we go. What's the problem? They call themselves N-words all day, every day. Even lifting up the word, it's elegant in their elegant in their songs, is what he said. Not that I think it's right, but life is a two-way street. Why do Black people get away with calling white people crackers, snowflakes, Nazis, supremacists, and more? There is never one mention of it in the news, despite millions of videos online. Not one mention of white people riding through the ghetto and getting killed, robbed, or kidnapped. But it's racism if someone calls the cop on a black guy in a white neighborhood. Hell, this guy sounds to me like he's begging for money after already receiving money. Damn white people always giving their money away just to get shit on. So just a reminder, that is who Janelle and David are. I cannot. I cannot. The the amount of um just like <laughs> fucking bottom of the barrel ass men that Janelle has made famous too. Like, can you stop making these men famous, if nothing else? All these fucking men. God. Ugh. Jesus. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. And before we get into the scooter update, I just wanted to say Miley Cyrus's new song, Used to Be Young, I think it's her best song of all time. It's so good. It's so good. And I love like how everybody who listens to it is having like a really personal, like emotional response to it. I know when I heard it, I cried immediately. Yeah, it's very, very, very good. (laughs) My voice just sounded like Miley. (laughs) It's about the journey. (laughs) Um, But on Scooter Update, nothing's come out. All that to say, he's just becoming CEO of a different company. But you know what? I think enough has been stirred up. Something Mm. will come out soon. So I've been sent some things about what it could be, but I'm not, I, I, I don't want to say because I don't want to get the person in trouble because it would link back to them. Okay. Um, And they're a friend and I don't want to get them in trouble, but like, I've heard things as well. And I've heard that it's like darker it's like darker than people maybe like I know a lot of people thought that it had because we thought it was like money um but what this person is alleging is that it's like not about money and that it's about something way darker that's like supposed to come out in the news at some point but it isn't yet um and I don't even know if that's true and I feel like with Scooter it could be it can't just be one thing no it's got to be a whole bunch of things that just piled on top of each other enough because I genuinely don't think Scooter would be the fall man. I don't think he's someone who will be like, you know what, guys? They got me. Kind of like Harvey. Yeah. You know, like Scooter's like, we're all going down. Totally agree. I, yeah, he's yeah, he's for sure the one that would be like, oh, no. I've been recording you for 10 years, babe. Do you not realize that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if something ends up coming out. I know like Ariana Grande has unfollowed him. Honestly, thank God Ariana's free. Um, I'm glad Demi Lovato is out there doing their own thing, like making their own covers and stuff. Have they like, who is like managing Ariana Grande then right now? Like nobody? I don't know. I, there was a name on Twitter, but I didn't like recognize it immediately. Interesting. Interesting. As long as his name isn't Larry, (laughs) as long as it's not Larry Rudolph, then we should be good. (laughs) Or Lou Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or Hailey Bieber. (laughs) Or Hailey fucking Bieber. Can we talk about her? Let's take a moment to talk about Haley and Justin's appearance at um, Krispy Kreme in Times Square. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how a person can, unless there's some like back end way that Haley is like truly benefiting from this. You know, like how they say like she's just his uh, his like handler. And like all of this is really just like a way for her to be in If that's true, then this makes sense. Because for a person to allow themselves to look so stupid by their husband all the time, like there's gotta be some sort of benefit that we don't see outside of lovemaking. And I don't even know about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've done a Justin episode. <laughs> right. Um, and what I saw people saying, they were like, that's just Justin's style. Justin always dresses like this. I'm like, like maybe now right but you can also kind of show up for your wife 
come on. Come on. Like, it's just, to me, it's almost like, it's one of those when somebody shows you who they are, believe it kind of things. And he's been pretty clearly trying to communicate to not only his uh, beloved, but also the public that he just like doesn't give a fuck. I almost wonder if he showed up dressed the way he did to get the attention off Haley and on him. Mm, I could see that. Because nobody even knows that Haley was, or maybe they do, promoting like Road at Krispy Kreme. But all the headlines are just like, Justin's there. Like Justin's there with Haley and he's dressed like that. And it's the way that he got out of the car, like did not give a fuck. And then there's a little moment where he like, she like looks back to make sure that they're together. And he does that thing with your hand where you like shoo somebody, like just go get. Like he shooed her while she was waiting for him. Like, I don't know. To me, it's just wild. Like it's so embarrassing. I wonder, I mean, I think they will have a kid together. I unfortunately do think that that's kind of the road they're going to head down. But I wonder if they will have like a nasty divorce and Haley will just be like, here's everything. Yeah. I think that Haley behind the scenes is like getting all her ducks in a row. For sure. I mean, that's why she's managing Justin Bieber. Yeah. She's doing like what Sam Asgari thought he was going to do with Britney. She's, like, doing it, though. Like, she's really securing her future bag. And he's going to be in a position where there's just, like, nothing he can do, you know? Do you think he knows that? Kinda. I really do. I think, I mean, Justin has to know that he's just a product to people. Yeah. It's sad, but even to his own fucking parents. Yeah. His mom wants to, like, cry about how he's in such a bad position. It's like, you let him live with Scooter when he was 12. So One Tree Hill has been in the news again. And if you haven't listened to our One Tree Hill episode, we kind of already touched on this. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, huge One Tree Hill fan. But it was recently told, said that um, Hillary Burton. So Hillary Burton was kind of the creator Mark Schwann's main target. It was her and Danielle Ackles. They were his girls' obsessions, all this stuff. So it got to a point on set where Hillary completely stopped talking to Mark. Completely, totally, because he was so creepy. He has, like, lunged at her in a limo and tried to kiss her. He put his hand down her pants at a bar, like, beyond, beyond inappropriate. So this man, when Hillary was not speaking to him wrote himself into the show and wrote that she had to hug him in the episode. And the fact that she was like, this came directly from her. Mm -hmm. This is not alleged. It's not, you know, she said this in an interview. And I feel like whenever somebody says something like that, it's really like, if you only knew the full story, this is me telling you the most light, easy thing that I can say publicly. And if you guys haven't, you have to read the Variety magazine that Hillary and Daniil both interviewed about, like how they were treated. And even in later seasons, like Chantel Van Santen was allegedly his new muse once he kind of got rid of those two. And like there's some scene, I think it's season seven finale, where they're in Utah in the snow. And he wrote a scene of her just like walking in a bikini through the snow. Oh my God. 
So Mark Schwann, fuck you. Like, and I'm glad. I'm actually really glad because I kind of have like with rewatch podcasts, I'm like, we get it, right? Like you're on the show. But I'm so glad that the girls of One Tree Hill have a platform that they can really talk about what they went through. Like they were even pit against each other. So like they wouldn't talk to each other about how they were um, being treated. That is so fucked. And I'm also just like endlessly obsessed with her. Like I I just like wish the best for her always. Hillary Burton is one of the coolest fucking celebrities. I don't care what anyone says. I would love, she's like the exact tier of famous person that I would like to be friends with too. For sure. She just like lives on a farm with her hot husband and their kids and like, she just does her thing. Where does she live? Like, like, where is her farm? I think upstate New York. She gives that. She <laughs> gives that life. Upstate. Ugh, love that for her. I so feel she- like her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan are what, like, Blake and Ryan actually want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, when they come over, she's like, wait, your mason jars are actually vintage? Huh. <laughs> sure. I get mine from Benny's. Now would be a good time to let you guys know that this week's episode is sponsored by Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth crafts luxury goods that transform your lifestyle. Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's favorite things five years in a row. All products are made from responsibly sourced viscose and bamboo. All products come with a 10-year warranty. Cozy Earth bedding is temperature regulating and is available in viscose from bamboo and in linen. Cozy Earth loungewear offers optimal comfort while maintaining a flattering, elegant fit. So my first Cozy Earth product was bedding. And now I'm obsessed. And now I have a whole Cozy Earth moment happening in my apartment. I've got the sheets. I've got the pillowcases. I've got all of it. And I am obsessed. I actually... Um, I just recently was in a hotel for like a couple weeks and the bed couldn't have been nicer. But then I came back home and I was like, oh, like my bed is actually officially more comfortable than like a hotel bed, which is a personal dream of mine. That's a real, a real high point in my life, to be honest with you. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today up to 35% off site-wide when you use code BLINDS. That's code BLINDS. And we got a bunch of DMs about Mitchell Musso being arrested. And honestly, guys, I don't think there's anything more than like, he's unfortunately just a teen actor who hasn't been famous in a while. And it's probably not easy knowing you were on like Hannah Montana and now people wouldn't even like recognize you. Right. Like the only thing you'll ever be known for is like, a children's show that probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you as an adult, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot else about him. I know that he like, has struggled for a long time and he's had issues, but I don't know if there's like more to it than that. Just that like classic child star shit. Right. I mean, hopefully he gets help. I think that's yeah. really like all we can say when it comes to anything like that. Yeah, for sure. I also wanted to talk about um, one of my favorite people, Diddy. <laughs> you guys know that I just love to discuss. So recently, Kim Porter, who was uh, Diddy's, she passed away, but she's the mother of Diddy's children. Like the OG Diddy girl, if you will. 
Uh, Kim Porter was allegedly, before she died, a lot of people say that she was supposed to have, supposedly gonna like write this book and do a tell-all about um, her life and about Diddy and all this stuff that he doesn't want out in public. And then she mysteriously dies and a lot of people have tied Diddy to her death. And just recently her sister, which I believe you can just look it up on YouTube, did an interview um, that has kind of blown up a little bit where she outed Diddy and she talked about Justin and Diddy's relationship, which I, I mean, my ears obviously went straight forward. I was like, okay, uh, what? Because you never hear people actually talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And she alleges that Justin lost his virginity to Diddy. That Diddy groomed him and her words, quote, she said that he, uh, that there were mistakable acts done to Justin and around Justin and that he was involved in in these horrible acts and that Kim knew and everybody knew that that's what happened and then you know Justin's team like ended up spinning some crazy story about like him about how he lost his virginity or whatever because it was like talked about while he was still dating Selena but she says that that Diddy took his virginity and oh she also said that like it is true she confirmed that her sister was gonna expose him she said that it was like 100% a thing that was like about to happen I mean you predicted it when we were came up with our predictions for like 2023 you said a Diddy reckon like people are gonna come for Diddy how I don't know how he can be this untouchable I know. I, I mean, I think that he's a really scary part. Like, Diddy is a person who, like, you can joke about, but, like, has really positioned himself as, like, a very powerful person. And even if it isn't, like, real power, people see him that way. Right. He's definitely not someone you want to, like, fuck with. Right. And he makes it pretty clear that you don't want to fuck with him. Like, he's a, he's scary, you know? And... I just think if it weren't for the fear that people have of him literally killing them, much like way more people would talk about it. But I, I just, I, I, I want that man's day to come so bad. Again, I know I say this all the time, but I would, I can't wait for the Diddy doc. I can't wait for the surviving Diddy. I can't. I'm really surprised that Biggie's children haven't really like, they they've spoken out a little bit about how Diddy just kind of left them like high and dry. Yeah. But I would love it if they were at the uh forefront. Oh, I would it would be amazing. It'd be cool if it was like somebody like that that's like actually like a degree separated, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think like it's so crazy because even Diddy's music, I can name some songs he's on, but even at that, it's like he doesn't have like that many hit songs. You know what I mean? Well, it's been a really long time since he was, I'll just say popular. I'll say last thing I can remember is like coming home with like D Woods. Yeah. Like he really has, it's been a long time since Diddy was like at the forefront of music really. 
And like, I don't know, like it's truly been since like TRL. Yeah. Again, we've talked about this with other people, but I genuinely feel like Diddy has been famous since I was a kid. And that's just that. Yeah. Like, as I know why he became famous, but when I was younger, I was just like, it's Diddy. He's everywhere. I don't know. Right. Like unescapable. And like, I think that people also forget that Diddy kind of models himself as like a black Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I believe that he silences people in the same way that somebody like a Donald Trump would, like with really crazy scare tactics behind the scenes. You know what? Like the movie business, TV business, that has really come out about how terrible it is. Mm-hmm. I need music. I need music to happen because all the blinds that we've read about music is like, I shouldn't say worse because it's all terrible, Yeah, but it's way more hidden. I agree. It's more hidden. And I think I've said this before, but to me, it's just different because in acting, like to me, there is a way that you can navigate the acting world and like not come out unscathed, but like you have more options and choices. Like there's so many different things you can do. You can take like you know, the Broadway route or like the indie route or like there's just options. Whereas in music, it feels like all of music is really controlled by like five people. Mm-hmm. All of the contracts are literally designed to steal your money. Like they exist to steal from you. I think the existence of the record industry in general, like is created to manipulate and steal. Cause at the end of the day, you can release music on your own. Right. And if you do, you make no money. Exactly. You know, it's just like crazy. I mean, look at what fucking Tory Lane said before he went to jail that he hacked the the like selling music on the internet thing and was making $15,000 per sale. That is very rare that that happens. It doesn't happen for a lot of people, but it's because the industry makes it so that these people are reliant on them. And they're like, oh, we'll give you the $7 million check. Make sure you pay us back, Karen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I recently heard or saw a video of Left Eye from TLC. And she did the math on how TLC was broke. Oh, yeah. And- her behind the music. Yeah, her behind the music. And by the end, each of the girls only ended up with like $100,000 after an album and a world tour. They couldn't afford cars. In fucking sane. They're the biggest girl group in the entire world and they couldn't afford to buy Jeeps. And there's only three of them to split between. It's not like there's five. It's not the normal formula. And it's like the illusion just because these people are like giving clothes and stuff. You think that they're like wealthy, you know? But I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that the music industry is just so scary. Like the acting world is scary. Being a child star, obviously all that stuff is terrifying. But music, ooh. Speaking of music, Timbaland announced that a new song with Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado is coming out. Um, I still think there's going to be a weird residency with NSYNC, but Justin Timberlake is going to lean so hard into that nostalgia. That's why he's hanging out with Jimmy Fallon again, working with um, Timbaland and Nelly Furtado. Like, Justin is not stupid. No, it's smart. It's smart. It's a smart... You got to respect the game. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's a smart thing to do. I want better for Nelly Furtado. For sure. For sure. Like, I think the girl deserves better than that. And I remember reading about how she, um, 
she was saying like basically that she looks back at that time and like doesn't recognize herself like all of that music is like not really her that she like didn't let her voice really be heard you know it's like it's boys club shit it's her, it's justin and timbaland drinking hennessy and making beats and shit and like using her voice on these hooks because it sells but then writing songs like i don't know i just think it's ridiculous i just think it's absolutely ridiculous like I hate, God, I hate that man. I hate Justin so much. What's your favorite Nelly Furtado song? Um, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I'm like my aspiration in life. <laughs> um, I really love, I mean, Promiscuous is obviously iconic, but I'm a big fan of, uh, what's that other one? The other one that Nelly produced. I love Say It Right. In my opinion, perfect pop song. Yeah. It's so good. And it's like so perfect for her weird voice. Like it's so good. I love it. I also love um Turn Off the Lights. Oh my me. God. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> sing it for everyone real quick? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 turn off. <laughs> I made a love. <laughs> there won't be live singing at our show, don't worry. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I also just wanted to give an honorable mention to Adele. I don't know if you guys have seen this video that's gone viral this week, um, where this little, this very kind-hearted boy is in the audience, just a soft boy, just a soft hand-to-chest boy, clenching his pearls, so excited to see Adele, fangirling out. And for whatever reason, the security came up and, and, and was trying to like yell at him for like standing up at the Adele concert. Which was confusing because there were all these people standing up around him. Like I didn't, I don't really understand what was going on with the video, to be honest with you. But either way, security came up and was like really like strong arming him, like grabbing his arm and trying to pull him really hard. And Adele, and he was filming at the time, like he was filming Adele singing, and then he just happened to start filming himself get be manhandled, and Adele stopped the show. And she turned on the lights and was like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, why is my security, why is the security bothering that guy? And she was like, if he wants to stand up, let him stand. Who cares? Is it a concert? Let him stand, like get over yourself. It was amazing. I love Adele so much. Just everything, everything she does. I'm just, she could spit in my face and I'd be like, thank you. I know, I know. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. She's just so cool. And it's like, I love that she's like this crooning lady who also is like a rock star. It's like fucking bottles of wine out back. No, literally, it's like if Susan Boyle lived like a Motley Crue member. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so funny to me. I do wish she w- would end up on like a reality show. Obviously, she's an iconic musician. She's never going to end up on a reality show. But could you imagine her on like a Vanderpump Rules or Below Deck or like real world? She would have been the best cast member. She would like love it too. She'd be so good at it. She'd be so good at being a Bravo Liberty. Oh. Maybe in another life. Yeah, in another dimension she is. Speaking of Bravo Leverties, guys, it was kind of a slow pop culture week, but Troy and I realized we haven't really, like, dug into the new Roni at all. Mm-hmm. I would love to know your thoughts. So it took me a minute to, like, get into Roni, but 
the thing is, I understand that it takes a minute for that stuff to like, you're not just going to watch one episode of a new cast and be like, I'm addicted. It's better than the old one. Like you, it's, you gotta like get the dynamics and like, you know, it's got to cook, you know? And I had this moment when I was watching, I think it was the Aaron's engagement party was the moment for me when I was like, this is cooked. This is cooking. This is good. Like, this is a really good cast. This is a good show. These women know how to be on TV. It was it was giving me sex in the city. Mm-hmm. Like when they were all making fun of the speeches and like getting yelled at and, you know, and I love that like we know them enough now that we kind of know their quirks. So you can be like, oh, you know what? Your name is going to leave because there's like not enough food. Like things like that. It's like, oh, they're, they're like finding their footing on the show. And like, I just, I like, I love it. I really enjoy it a lot. I agree. I really like it. Um, I will say, like, I know everyone's obsessed with Erin. Mm-hmm. For me, Erin's just kind of fine. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Jessel and I'm obsessed with Uba. Like, I know Uba hasn't had, like, too many huge moments. Funny as hell. So yeah. fucking funny. And I think we'll have a moment. And Jessel's, like, putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Jenna Lyons. She's great. But, like, She's holding back so much. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, Bryn, I get it. You fuck. But now I'm starting <laughs> to get like a little tired because I really like Bryn. But at this point, I'm like, I get it. You have sex a lot. I think most people are starting to feel that way about Bryn. Mm. It's starting to get a little like, all right, girl, like not everything has to be a dick joke. We get it. Like you said, you fuck. We get it. Like you're like... She, for whatever reason, has, like, made her whole identity being Samantha Jones. Right. And she kind of opened up about, like, her past and her childhood. And maybe by the end of the season, we'll get more. But I'm like, no, that. That's what I want to know. Well, that's what makes it so difficult is, like, she's so interesting. Like, you don't you don't have to do all that stuff because you are fucking so interesting and funny and beautiful and smart and quick. Like, you don't need to constantly be making dick jokes and also like hitting on men like I actually thought it was a little uncomfortable when she was hitting on Aaron's husband I was like this is a little like I get the joke or whatever but like it's a joke on it's too far totally agree it was like awkward to me yeah yeah I just there's more to you than that Brynn and we know it and if you're listening we're a fan we just be vulnerable with (laughs) Also agree with you about Uva. She is the she is the moment. She is levity. She is funny. She's light. She's just like she gives friend of. Like I'm surprised she is an actual housewife because usually a woman like her would be a friend that comes and shows up and like is fun and then leaves. So I'm really happy that she's a housewife. But I, I do want more of her life. So far, we've gotten mostly just, like, fun levity and, like, hot sauce. And I love that for her. (laughs) But I do, I would love to see more of her, like, life, you know? How do you feel about Psy? I like Psy. Me too! (laughs) I do. I I really like her husband. Obsessed with them as a couple. Like, Like, there was at one point, I want to say they were talking about Jessel. And how Jessel hadn't had sex in like almost two years or something. 
in size husband started by being like well have you thought about and i'm like don't fucking mansplain this to me but the way he worded it he's like she's a new mom she's very tired moms have so many responsibilities i'm like wait 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 what <laughs> i know he's amazing i really like him a lot and i love her like i just think she's so funny and i love how she's like to me she's hitting it out of the park in all cylinders like She's open. She shares everything. She's vulnerable. She's funny. She like stirs shit up. She's like quippy, you know, like she's just a great housewife. She's good. Now, now as like Jenna Lyons, I'm forever interested. I don't think she's going to make it another season. Oh, I do. I mean, I don't know if she doesn't like tell about her life at all. Do you, do you think as Obviously, you're the historian with Housewives. So I need to know, like, do you think she can continue to go with how she's, like, acting, not talking about her personal life, like, missing out on cast trips or cast dinners and and not being like, oh, I'm decorating a Christmas tree with my kids. Instead, she's like, I have an appointment. <laughs> so I think that the audience response to her has been so positive. And I think that her vibe is so much the show that they would keep her just for that alone. And I also think that she's a, I think she's a slow burn housewife. Like there are some housewives that on their second season, it is just like, who is this lady? Cause where did she come from? And I think that by the time they film a second season, she would be unstoppable. You know, I think she's like having a little bit of a slower time, like finding her legs on the show, but like, I don't know. I, I think that the reception has been so great for her that they would keep her for that reason alone. But I do get what you mean, though. Like, she does need to share more. And, like, I love when she gets vulnerable with the girls and then and then they're like, oh, my God, she's, like, telling me a secret, you know? Like, it's so funny. Like, when she- they all found out her name was Judith. <laughs> Jessa was like, Judith? What do you mean your name is Judith? <laughs> The way that Jessel was so disgusted by it was her. She goes, Judith? She was like sad. Jessel and her husband freak me out, but I love them. Like, I, so I want to talk about them. Let's talk about Jessel. What do you think about Jessel and her husband? I actually, like I said, I really like Jessel because I think she's the right amount of delusion for a reality star. Mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> even when she walked downstairs in her nightgown when she's like, I look like a fucking Christmas tree. Like she hated it. Like, would I love someone saying that about a gift? No. But do I like to see it on television? Yeah. And her telling Aaron, well, I've heard that Chelsea's very up and coming. I'm sure they'll get that. It's like, Chelsea? You mean the richest neighborhood in the country? <laughs> like, she's just so flighty and weird and funny. And yeah, she's a great housewife. Like you said, because she's she is like delusional. And like, she does put it all out. Like, she is like, we moved to New York to film this show and baby, we're getting a second season, whether whether you guys like it or not. Like, I just think she's great. I think that, I will tell you, I think that her and her husband are doomed. They are doomed for housewife's disaster. Like, mm. whether it's that he's cheating or whatever the case may be, this thing happens with certain couples that come on housewives where you can kind of feel them just white knuckling it to make things appear a certain way that they're not and it doesn't ever last 
and the whole country now is like aware of their marital issues you know it's not that's not good and her wanting more kids him not yes yeah like that's really you know that's not great um I I do I smell disaster for them unfortunately I don't think that they're going to be a couple that makes it through the housewives curse I don't I have to just add this and I feel like I'm going to get in trouble saying this. I think Erin is gorgeous. I think Erin's great. I know she's like a fan favorite right now and I understand why. I was shocked to find out that she's only like 36 or 37. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because she has kids and she's so like successful Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how is this woman only five years older than me? Like, I need to fucking get my five-year plan, like, locked down now. <laughs> I think that she looks like Jennifer Aniston. Is that crazy? I think so, too. I think they could be cousins or something. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, they can, they look like they come from the same family. I'm always like, God, she gives Jennifer Aniston, like, her voice and stuff, too. Um, I will say that I think Aaron, I think that people love Aaron because she's so good at being in conflict Mm -hmm. I don't know if people necessarily like her though like she's cold you know she's kind of uptight she's the worst hostess of all time (laughs) she's a terrible host (laughs) but she's great for conflict and there is something about the way she communicates that I love like I love how just like straightforward and bitchy she is it's so New York to me I was going to say, it's very Northeast. <laughs> like, I just, and like, you can always tell when she's about to be triggered by something. Like, when they were taking the the picture at her party at the end. And um, what's what's the girl's name that left? What's her name? I can't think Sai. of it. Sai. When she's like, where's Sai? And they're like, she left. And she's like, she left the party? Are you kidding me? Like, oh, here we go. The next month, we're going to hear about this. And I respect Sai being like, there's no food here. I'm leaving. That's another thing that I feel like you will agree with is very New York. Like, I feel like the Irish goodbye is not, is better represented in New York than any other place in the country. People here just like leave. For sure. Yeah, you're right. They do. And like, if a party doesn't have food and stuff, I'm also not very interested, especially if it's like, Thirty thousand. That had to be like fifty thousand dollar party. You can't even get like little sandwiches for me. <laughs> I agreed with when she said like you have a, a hundred sponsors for this fucking thing, and you couldn't get anything but pigs in a blanket. When Bryn said it was like Coachella sponsored, I died laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like wild to have a hundred sponsors for a fucking engagement party or whatever that was. They were renewing their vows, Troy. Oh, God. And that's also, also a kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's the reality show, Kiss of Death. Like, on your first season, too? My God. Maron. <laughs> Overall, though, I like it. And for the original Roni, I have made it, I believe it's end of season six, where Bethany oh. goes, it's about Tom. <laughs> oh, you are in the golden ages of New York. I am very sad that I have not seen any of these housewives, the new ones, as coked out or allegedly coked out as the OG. Their eyes were the size of flying saucers. Can you believe, like, now that you're watching it in real time, like, Luann's trajectory? (laughs) Even, like, 
Luann the next day when she's yelling at Ramona, she's like, I'm going to throw you off this boat. I'm like, she's just on a Coke come down. That is what I'm watching. <laughs> Girls, I got the yacht. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I love that whole season where she's just like, you know what? If he's cheating, I don't really care because I got the yacht. Right. Just Luann is the definition of don't embarrass me. And even during their engagement party, there's a quick shot of him holding another woman's hand and then he drops it once he notices the camera. I'm like, holy shit. At least Tom's better looking than like Harry Dubin, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's the one plus. It's like, my God, at least I could see, I can understand why all the women have had sex with him versus Harry. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Harry Dubin. <laughs> well, the good thing is you made it past the Aviva year, which is like, that's the bump in the road, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really loving it. And I think I miss, misspoke um, bonus episode with All About TRH. I think people thought I wasn't saying the OG Housewives were iconic because I know they are. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting familiar with why exactly. Right. So I wasn't shitting on the OG Housewives. I just wanted people to like, to clear the air on that one. Well, especially because you just reached... Like, they go through such a change, like, when they, when it gets to the point that it's, like, Bethany, who's divorced, Carol, who's a uh, a widow, Luann, who's divorced, Sonia, who's divorced, Ramona's been cheated on. Like, it's a, everything changes so much, like, in that time, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's a whole different vibe. It's, like, a whole different situation when they're all widowed or divorced, and Dorinda, the widow, like, you know? Fucking Dorinda. <laughs> Her speech where she just stands up and she's like, I just want to say, and oh, on the boat. We love and we love love. <laughs> oh, Dorinda. Nods her head with like this, like, like the most like puppy dog eyes I've ever seen. She's like, and everyone's like, good job, Dorinda. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to stay at Bluestone Manor? Oh, it's a dream. Like, I think I would be terrified of drunk Dorinda just, like, chasing me through the house. But, like, I might like it. (laughs) I really honestly, like, I can't think of many um, housewives' homes that I would want to, like, be in for a long... I would, like, I would set up shop. They should do White Lotus there. (laughs) Oh. Oh, my God. In the manor, swimming in that pool, having her bring me, like, uh, crustless sandwiches. It would be amazing. Me, her, and Hannah. Burnt popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of all we had for this week, guys. Not a super heavy pop culture episode, but the Patreon episode we recorded before this took a lot out of us, so it's probably a good thing. It's our worst episode to date, I think. You're going to need to set aside many moments to stop and go from it. I don't know if you'll be able to do it in, in one sitting. So have fun with that little that little hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you have the holy water on deck. And please make sure to send us your, you know, celebrity encounters, blind items, anything like that. Obviously, we can't read like 20 at the beginning of an episode, but we can definitely spread them out. And we love we love gossip. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll maybe we can make like um another one of those uh suggestion boxes oh. things like on our Patreon so that people can like send things in. That'd be fun. For sure. Yeah. Well, well thank, thank you, you guys. I know. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we uh cannot wait to see you on tour. 
and we cannot wait to see you wearing cute merch. And we just want to swaddle you and kiss you on the cheeks. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.